Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I'm with Jan Murphy, here to talk about her books, writing, and all things cozy. Jan, would you like to introduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Sure, Leanna. Uh, first, I wanted to say thank you for having me on. I mean, I when I found your podcast, I thought it was so cool that, um, you know, there's a ton of podcasts out there, and there are a handful of cozy ones, but I, I really like the name of yours and uh, listened to a few and, and, and wanted to get on board. So thank you for having me. Um, first, I wanted to tell you that um, I see that you live in Colorado. Yes. And my books take place in Colorado. So what a deal. <laughs> Oh, cool. <laughs> um, but uh, getting back to me, I'm Jan Murphy, and I uh, am Canadian, born but raised in, in uh, the States, and I currently live in Southern California with my wonderful husband and my rambunctious pet uh, dog, which I say is my writing partner. He sits up on the desk with me, and uh, I run scenarios by him now and again and see what he thinks. Um the uh, this is my debut novel. I'm really excited. It's called The Art of Seeing Truth, and it's in uh, the gallery series, which I call a splash of art and mystery. And, um, you know, like other writers, I you know, always loved writing um, and uh, did a lot of corporate work as I was, uh, you know, going up the corporate chain. And uh, but whenever there was a chance to uh, write anything, you know, do a manual, um, write a proposal. I always wanted to to get on board with that. Um, a lot of writers, or at least I was told um, by probably a romance writer that uh, it's a good thing to start in romance. Did you write romance at all? Oh, no, I started actually in sci-fi. Sci-fi. Well, Someone told me that it was a good place to start. And this was back um, pre self-publishing days uh, when, you know, the only choice was an agent. So I did jump into the romance world and I wrote three, I, I like to say I limped along and wrote three romance novels, um, but I, it just wasn't in my heart, you know? And I think as a writer, you have to find what, you know, what makes you tick and what you want to write about. So I threw that to the side and um, jumped into writing what I love, which is uh, mysteries. I'm a girl that grew up on uh, Nancy Drew. And uh, one of the things I like to say is that, you know, with Nancy, she took you to all these um, precarious places, scary places, dark alleys, but I always felt safe because, you know, Nancy was there. And I think that that's kind of a somewhat of a, it's a cozy element of, of cozies is that you, you know, there, there is danger and there's um, precarious situations and bad guys, but um, it never goes quite all the way down that road. Right. Absolutely. It's, it's got the, it can have the tension of a thriller, but it's like, well, wait a minute. You're kind of in the safe zone of this is a small town. What could possibly go bad? Could be a could a small town be? Well, what's interesting is um, I didn't necessarily set out to write cozy mysteries. Uh, it just it just kind of happened that way. But my my books take place in Colorado Springs. I don't know where you are in Colorado. Um, 
but I, I had to then find a cozy, you know, um, environment within Colorado Springs. And I did that by creating what I call the galleries, which is kind of a, a swath of, 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 um, of land where there's kind of uh, kitschy and urban shops, kind of like almost like a like a, a spiral area of uh, Etsy shops, kind of fun, <laughs> fun shops, fun shops. So that kind of became my cozy uh, place within my my series, which is kind of fun. That's it's awesome. Been, it's been fun developing it. Although my daughter would tell you that I need more. Um, you know, bakeries and bookstores, you know, that's generally what you find in a lot of companies. Uh, but, you know, I like to push the limits. I don't, I, you know, I like to, to, to genre bend a bit. So um, I like to call my books uh, cozy mystery suspense. Uh-huh. So. Mine I call mythic cozies because while I said it in like a real, well, I said it in a, fictional Colorado small town but the twist is every character is a different mythical creature in my oh, mysteries cool. and have you all have you liked um mythology oh you I like- am a total myth nerd I really <laughs> I you know when my husband and I the- watch Jeopardy we never get the mythology questions <laughs> I, I usually do, do. Oh, well, good. I need, I I probably need to crack a book open and learn a little bit more about mythology. (laughs) Yeah, I've researched uh, myths from Japan, uh, the standard, you know, the British myths, elves, fairies, whatnot, Greek myths, uh, African myths are really fascinating to me. And for this book, I actually dove into Native American mythology, which is also very interesting. Isn't it, isn't it neat how um, when, when we find as writers um, or even the general public, when you find something that you love, you know, you gravitate towards, then you're just open to exploring, exploring all different um, areas of, of that for me it's um my my books um are a splash of art and mystery because i love i love art and i love mysteries you know give me a puzzle give me something to solve um analyze i i love it and oftentimes i get myself in trouble because i'll be writing away does this ever happen to you i'll be writing away and i'll i'll write myself my characters into a corner and then i'm not like certain i'm not sure how to get them out of the corner but it's a challenge and it's fun oh yeah so that kind of goes to the pantser plotter kind of thing too i'm (laughs) I'm, like like many people i'm a i'm a pantser at heart but i like to think i i plot a bit but i like to be able to change it at any time (laughs) i cannot do plotting i've tried my characters are too wild in ways. It's like, oh, you wanted this to happen now? Okay, well, uh, problem is over here, I kind of did something that <laughs> works better. So 
we're going to go with this, okay? <laughs> well, I think that's good, though. I mean, when our when our characters, when we realize, kind of almost have that moment when we realize that our characters are speaking on their own, you know, that we've kind of crossed that kind of um, that barrier between directing our characters and our characters kind of directing us. I think that's a win, you know, and, and you, you really, you can't ignore when they tell you something different. And I know about you, but sometimes I've changed back to like, darn it. I wanted it to be this way and I change it, but then ultimately the character wins. Oh yes. in, In some form or fashion. If my characters don't win in the first round, they end up just sending me into writer's block. Wow. (laughs) That's definitely the worst thing that can happen. Right. It's like, oh, I'm not going to get my way. Okay. I'm not talking to you. I'll show you. (laughs) You're not going to write a thing until I talk to you. So, huh. And and I love the characters that talk to us at night, you know, when we're trying to sleep, that they wake us up and, oh my gosh, I want to say sometimes, would you please let me sleep, you know, but um, I think that's just part and parcel for creative minds, right? Oh, right, right. Okay. So, you know, we've kind of covered this question, but do you have any advice for those who would want to write cozies or write just in general? Sure. Um, well, I and I've heard this before, but it, it 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 goes saying again, and that's to read, 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 read. And I didn't exactly follow that ad- advice. Um, I'm a reader, but I'm not a voracious reader, but I've become more of a voracious reader. Um, but I think one thing I wanted to mention is not only read what you like, but read in different genres, because um, I was doing, have you heard of the, um, I think it's called the Iowa Writers Workshop. They they have, it's a real like famous, uh, you know, where, you, you know, you ha- I don't even know. You have to get in and it, it, you know, it's like a, costs a lot of money, but some great writers have come out of there. Um, but they have these free workshops that you can do. And I remember taking one of them and one of the exercises that they told me to do was just to go to your bookshelf. You know, we all have our bookshelves. And mm-hmm. she says, just put out a bit book that's that you would never read, like, you know, your husband's book or somebody else's book. And I put, picked out a book by Clyde Cussler, I think. And I and it said, read the first uh, chapter and and you know, say what you got out of it. But I guess what I'm trying to say is there is so much to be gained from any genre of writing. And I think it just makes you a better writer in general. Um, on the cozy scene, I would say, you know, find what your cozy is, because honestly, you know, your cozy, Leanna, is going to be different than my cozy. And I think what we we owe a service to our readers to present a different kind of cozy or, or or our vision of cozy. So read a lot, find your vision of cozy. And um, the other thing is um, get over your, 
you know, I had a hard time with criticism early on. And I think that's, it's a really hard thing. How did you do with that? Are you good with that? Oh, um, I'm getting better at it. When I first started writing, as I said before, I started with sci-fi, published my first sci-fi, self-published. And while the I got my share of rave reviews for it, I did get one one star review for it. And of course, Amazon was in the phase of we're taking everything that reviews from people you might know down guess which one got left because it it probably sounded the least like someone I know the one star yeah you know I think that criticism is really hard and it's it still is hard for me and I try to um you know and, and and it 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 uh expands beyond uh beyond writing but I think difficult people, people that, that, not difficult people, but people that have difficulties in life put themselves in those same kind of difficult situations to grow. So I figure that when, when I, when I get a, a tad bit of, of criticism, um, something's telling me I have to grow and, and learn from it and, and actually take a moment to breathe and then say, okay, is there something valid in this information that I, that I should um, take away? So, um, anyway, if you're going to be a better writer, you gotta, you gotta read a lot, figure out exactly what you want to write, and then be able to take a little bit of criticism. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But, and cause no one's going to like what you, or that's, that came out wrong. Not everyone is going to like what you write. Well, you know, my, yeah, my, um, you know, I've told you my point of view is art and I'm a watercolorist myself. My first book is about a watercolorist, but, you know, I can go to an art gallery and, um, and this probably relates to you in some other way, but I can go to an art gallery and look at all this art and not love it all, but I can appreciate it. So like, um, you know, um, you know, sci well, paranormal isn't my favorite. I know you have yours is a paranormal paranormal, right? A little bit of paranormal. Uh, it would that. it would fall into paranormal. It would fall into the paranormal class, but I guess it's your definition of paranormal. For me, when you say paranormal, I picture ghosts or vampires or things like that. While an elf to me does not fall under paranormal it falls under fantasy a centaur does not fall under paranormal it falls under fantasy things like that but there is no fantasy subclass cozy as far as i know so it gets slapped in with the paranormal (laughs) yeah well i guess what i'm saying though is that you know even though i might not like uh, a certain genre or certain art piece i can super appreciate the work that someone has put into it to create it and have tidbits to take away from it oh absolutely it's like with me and like the um the noir genre like Deshel Hammett things like that I may not like everything about it but I can certainly appreciate things about it 
<clears throat> or even with some of the ones I love, I might not fully love it, but I can appreciate. Like, um, oh, uh, brain is going away right now. Um, Murder on the Tropic. I read it. I loved it. I will freely admit there are times it drags a little, but yeah. I still take away things that I appreciate it for, like its use of color, its use of descriptors, things like that. It does drag a little, but it's good yeah. overall. And sometimes that dragging is kind of, it, it's worth the payoff. You right. know, it's worth the payoff. So I'm all for, you know, um, there's just so many brilliant writers out there that it's, you know, it's just to me a breath of fresh air to read something different and learn something, even though it might not be my my cup of tea. My husband loves history. I do not like history. <laughs> you will not see me writing a historical novel anytime soon, but I do appreciate a good historical novel now and then. Um, the Nightingale by uh, uh, Kristen Hanna, I just absolutely loved because she has a way of, anyway, she's just, she's, you know, one of those gods high up there. She writes some great <laughs> stuff. So. Um, so I think that's, I forget what you just asked me. I think you're, we were still talking about advice for, for about coat about uh, writing. We were, but we kind of went into what authors have most influenced your writing. <laughs> um, well, gosh, I have to start with Nancy Drew. <laughs> um, I, I do like um, Agatha Christie. I like, so I'm a puzzle solver. So any, you give me a book that has, you know, a riddle, a puzzle, um, uh, something where you cannot figure out who done it. I'm going to love it. Um a couple of recent books that I've read that I like is uh, Laura Dave. She wrote The Last Thing He Told Me. Well, I wanted to find out what the last thing was that he told her. <laughs> so that just kept me going. Um, uh, I'm not going to be able to say his last name, but Alex uh, Mitch uh, something, The Silent Patient. That was a great book. Um, uh, and, you know, everybody's been on the coho wagon, Colleen Hoover, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm not you know, I don't, I, I don't so much love, I like, I like old romances, you know, mm. um, I think they're more tender and, um, I don't know. I just like older romances, but Colleen Hoover wrote a novel called Verity, which I'm sure a lot of your, your listeners will know about, but boy, did that have me on the edge of my seat? So I guess I want to be, I kind of, uh, and I wanted to ask, I've never actually asked anybody this. Do you write, do you read what you write or do you read different things? Like, do you read I, your genre or do you read other genres generally? I read my genre, but I also expand into like the classics of that genre. Like one of my favorite books, The Circular Staircase. I love it. Um... I already mentioned Deschel Hammett. I love, I love the Thin Man that he wrote. Maltese Falcon. Eh, it's one of those ones I can appreciate, but yeah. it's not. I will 
appreciate the movie more than I will appreciate the book. Let's say it that yeah. way. <laughs> well, it's like me. I, I, you know, I, I read East of Eden and I read um, Animal Farm and I, you know, I just started trying to read some more classics just to, um, you know, become more, more well-rounded, but I do love a good older um, romance like Maeve Benchy. She's, she's a great um, writer. And I, you know, I tried for the life of me last night to remember the name of this author. She was a romance writer, but it was the first time I saw uh, humor used real effectively in a book. And that just kind of opened my eye my eyes too. I think it was before chick lit was even a thing, you know, I don't even know what they call that now, but um, anyway, it was, it was fun. And I put down AJ Finn, which wrote the, the woman, the woman in the window. Um, yeah. I, I, so I kind of like mystery suspense novels, a few thrillers, uh, but it pretty much boils down to a good, a good puzzle, something, something to solve. Oh, well, if you like something with, real interesting puzzle to solve i've mentioned his name before but i will mention it again todd downing todd downing yes I'll write it down. he wrote um murder on the tropic and when i said his use of color that's part of the mystery every victim started complaining about seeing yellow yeah i heard you mention that that's interesting <laughs> That's just true. Well, if your readers, if your listeners like color, my books are full of color because they're 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 focused on art. And I really wanted to give people a sense of, you know, what what paint smells like. What does it feel to hold a paintbrush and and pull it across, drag it across the paper? Um, what it's like to sketch and how brilliant colors go together and all those kind of things. So um that's interesting. I'll have to look at Todd Downing. He was, and it's funny, I got into reading him because I was researching for a um, Black History Month uh, special I did. And granted, he is not Black, but for some reason, his name came up. He actually happens to be the first Native American to have ever been professionally published in the 1930s so wow. that was kind of cool and reading his books I'm like yeah I I like this author <laughs> it's neat when you find an author that you really love isn't and isn't that the like the best gift you can give an author oh yeah yeah for <laughs> sure for sure well y'all strive for that <laughs> absolutely oh we're kind of we're at 3.20, and that's kind of when Zoom starts trying to kick me off. So oh, no. better get through oh, some no. of these questions. Okay. <laughs> so outside of writing, what other hobbies do you have? Well, um, I paint, <laughs> which oh, of makes course. sense since I, I write about painting, but I watercolor mostly. Um, I always had these two parts of my brain, creative and mm -hmm. analytical. Um, so... Um, I also love to plan parties. I'm a big party planner. I love to have parties. I had a great launch party at a gallery for this book. Um, I play a little bit of golf and um, I, I 
I love decorating. Oh my gosh, if I could write a book about, and I know there's some cozies about decorating, but I do love, I do love um, decorating. Um, maybe I could just like toss all those things together and, and write a new cozy series. <laughs> but I am a dog mom and I am a um, uh, uh, happily married woman and just loving life. So that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> that is a good thing and uh, isn't it great being a dog mom I've I've got a red healer who right now is like hey who are you talking to in the mysterious Aww. silver box <laughs> well they you know what they do bring us a lot of joy and um and you know there's a joke it's I mean I well we need to get to these things so I shouldn't tell you the it's not really a joke but it's like if you put your wife and your dog in the trunk of your car, if a man puts his dog and his wife in the trunk of a car and drives around for three hours, when he gets home, who's happy to see him? The <laughs> dog. A dog is always happy. Always. Yes. We love our fur puppies. Yeah, we do. So how can my snoops and sleuths follow you? This is an important question because we want people to follow you. Yes, we do. <laughs> Well, I have a website that's janmurphyauthor.com. And uh, I also have a newsletter that you can get to uh, from that. And um, I generally have a, a, a book, you know, recommendation um, and just all kinds of fun things on there. Um, I have a Facebook, you know, if you just type in uh, Jan Murphy author on Facebook or on Instagram, you can get to me that way as well. And um, the Artist Seen Truth book one is on, uh, you know, all Amazon and all the places uh, books are sold. So, yeah. And I'm on I'm 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 95 percent through with my second book, which is The Art of Escape. So I'm excited about that. I love your titles and I get being excited about finishing a book because I actually did Nano this year and oh you did yeah how and, did that go oh I actually I hate to sound like I'm bragging but I finished it in two weeks <gasps> oh my goodness well you're a better gal than me <laughs> because I I don't think I could do that my characters just would not shut up and right. would not leave me alone so it's like oh wow two weeks okay <laughs> <laughs> I gotta set myself a schedule and then just get my my rear in the seat every day and just you know and write 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 otherwise I don't I don't get it done yeah um, I, I, I tend too. to want to write perfect so I, I I'm trying to lose that a bit and oh yeah perfect first nano actually helps with that because you can't let yourself write perfect for that. <laughs> yeah, I've done it. I've done it a couple times uh, in the past, and yeah, it's fun. It's very fun. So. <laughs> it it's fun, but it's also kind of I call it a self imposed insanity. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's forcing yourself to do something you want to do, but you have to force your creativity to be on demand. <laughs> Right. Oh, no, I'm getting the warning. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Well, it was great to spend time with you. 
Yes, it was great spending time with you too. Keep on writing. Let's 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 um make a pact to do that. Oh, create, absolutely. create more books. Create more books. Create all the books. <laughs> okay, Leanna, give that pooch a hug for me. Will do. Okay. Well, Snoops and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on the Cozy Sleuth. I'd like to thank my followers for joining me on this incredible journey. And if you'd like, if you're a cozy author out there who wants to be on the show, contact me at www.thecozysleuth.com slash contacts and we'll get you on the show. Until next time, this is Leanna Shields saying, keep cozy. Can I talk? <laughs>